Eliana. Hi, Zan. Question for you. Shoot. Have you ever kept a diary or still do keep a diary? <laughs> I still have one, yeah. That's awesome. I love my journal. Yeah. That's sweet. That's so it's, cool. Um, I, I, I started to keep one like consistently in college because mm-hmm. um, one of my acting teachers uh, told us to write every day. And yeah. I, I just took that on very religiously. Mm. Uh, it's very interesting to look back and realize that I have um, been obsessed with the idea of love for a very long time. Mm. Um, okay. I also really like to doodle in my journals. Nice. Um, and I very rarely start my entries with like, dear diary. Um, but recently I've been ending, I, I, I usually do my journal entries at night. And so I always end with good night and then a little heart. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. What about you? So I've had interesting relationships with keeping diaries. Mm-hmm. So my first introduction to it was I went to a program at the NYFA, New York Film Academy, mm-hmm. when I was like in high school mm-hmm. over the summer. Mm-hmm. And one of our assignments in class was to keep a diary, but it was a stream of conscious diary. Ooh. So they were just like wake up every morning and write for like 30 minutes. Whoa. And like just keep a stream, no, probably like 15 minutes, yeah, yeah. not 30 minutes, like 15 minutes and just do a stream of consciousness. Whoa. And like... I had such a hard time with it because mm-hmm. I would censor myself mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Like I would just be like, I can't write that. But I'm like, who is reading? No one's yeah. reading this yeah. except me. But I would like censor myself. And so like, I've always like had trouble just ex- like expressing who I am yeah. in that kind of form Yeah. because I'm like scared to. Yeah. I think it's because at one point someone read my diary oh, at geez. one point. I'm sorry. And so I think that trust was broken. Yeah. That super valid. I would actually have a diary that no one would ever read. So yeah. I think that's why it's like it stayed with me because yeah. I had when I was like in high school. Yeah, for sure. And like and like that fear of someone reading your most inner your your innermost thoughts is like that that's a terrifying thing. Yeah. Um I'm I'm thinking about like 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 what a, like oh, okay, so like if there was a famous person and you could read their diary, like who would you choose? Yeah, I don't know either. I asked the question, then I was like, I don't really want to go into the personal Yeah, I don't want to know. Like, I think that's like, I think personal thoughts are supposed to be kept with personal thoughts. But a fictional character, um, maybe a princess who happens to keep a diary. Mm -hmm. And maybe she has a movie named after that. That, yeah. And it's called The The Princess Princess Diaries. Roll the theme song! When you're watching a show and you get really sad Cause the characters are straight and the writing is bad The producers and creators just won't listen to us Only ask for the bare minimum, they say it's too much That's when Zane and Eliana come into play We'll make it gay Don't worry, we'll make it gay, make it gay, make it gay Doing well. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Thanks Woo-hoo! for asking. We are like good energy today. Yeah, we are. This is like awesome. I love it. I'm feeling energized. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Make, Make It Gay. Gay, a podcast where we explore all aspects of pop culture with a queer and trans lens and put a queer and trans lens to it. I'm Zan, pronouns they, them, there. I'm Eliana, pronouns she, they. And we're just so happy that you're here for another episode. Yeah, thanks Woo-hoo! for tuning in, y'all. Um, So we like to start off every episode with what we call gay news, which is where Zan and I each bring in a piece of LGBTQ plus news that is positive because there's a lot of anti-LGBTQ plus news in Mm -hmm. the media and Mm -hmm. in the world. And we want to just brighten up days a little bit. Yeah, brighten up the day. Uh, You want to go first or you want me to? You go first. Okay, so in the past two days, Mm -hmm. both 
New Zealand and Israel have banned conversion therapy. Oh, wow. Which is awesome. Um, uh, conversion therapy is a type of quote-unquote therapy that is used um, uh, in many places around the world that basically says that uh, queer people can be turned straight and trans mm-hmm. people can be turned cis. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler alert, you can't do that. It's, it's not, not possible. possible. But the fact that like a lot of countries still are... Like, like it's illegal. It's it's a mm-hmm. big problem. So when places make it illegal on on a countrywide scale, that's mm-hmm. a big heckin' deal. Yeah. Um, and it's it's wonderful because it it's continuing to set an example and a precedent mm-hmm. for making positive change in the future. Um, and the primary uh, victims of conversion therapy are minors. So by um, banning conversion therapy, we're also making it safer in those countries for queer and trans youth, which Mm -hmm. is awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. What's your good news? Well, speaking of conversion therapy, um, TikTok has banned dead naming, misgendering, and conversion Mm. therapy on TikTok. Mm. But there are still concerns about how the platform is going to enforce these Mm. policies. So it's great that TikTok is banning these, but Mm -hmm. it's like, how do you enforce that Mm -hmm. on because there's just so much content on TikTok and it's like constantly being made over, over, over again. Yeah. So... I don't know how they're going to do that. Maybe they'll do like voice recognition of mm, like, cause mm-hmm. you know, they're listening to everything that we like the fact Hi, that they're TikTok. able to, Hey, TikTok, um, that the fact that they're able to just like caption your TikTok yeah. and stuff like that. So they must like have like keywords. Yeah. But what if someone's talking about conversion therapy? Be like, yeah. this is a bad thing. Yeah. So it's like, I guess the algorithm will sort itself out. Yeah, I don't know. And, and I think over time, like like it makes me think of the Incredibles with that machine that like gets smarter as it as it battles you. Yes. Like like my, that that's my thought process. That and makes I could be totally total wrong, sense. but I, I I'm not a computer scientist. Yeah. So. Good. Gay news. Gay yeah. news. It's time for ships, ships into, into the, the night. night. Toot toot. Hey, hey, y'all! Let us know. Let us know. Okay, y'all. So, ships into the night is a segment where we talk about two or more people that are in a pairing or couple or throuple or whatever, and we make a case for why they are queer, and we basically go through the film, TV show, play, musical, whatever, and decide if there's context for if if there's context for these two or more people or if there is no context, I guess. (laughs) That would be the opposite of context. So this week we are talking about Mia and Lily from The The Princess Princess Diaries. Diaries. Now, I know a few people are like, what? I mean, I feel like people have that reaction for a lot of the fairies that we do. Because we're trying to keep you on your toes. We're not trying to do, like, the most obvious pairings. We're we're getting real here. We're, like, really trying to stretch our brains and figure out how can we make these people gay. (laughs) We're not making it easy on us. I feel like there's a lot to unpack in that. I know. I don't know. I don't know. So, The Princess Diaries is a 2001 film uh, that was produced by Walt Disney Pictures. It starred Anne Hathaway and Julie Andrews, among other folks. Um, Anne Hathaway plays a high school student who lives in San Francisco with her single mom. And uh, then she realizes that she's a princess. Because her grandma, uh, that she is estranged from, 
um, is the queen of the European Kingdom of Genovia, which is fake, which I didn't realize until years after years. seeing this movie. Yes, years. They were really good at, at uh, hiding the realism in this film. Oh, yeah. Um, but basically, Mia is like made over. She goes to Genovia. No, she doesn't. She stays in the country. She, she stays, to... yeah. So she stays yeah. in the country. Yeah. And her mom's like, okay, so you don't have to decide that you're a princess yeah. until after this ceremony that's right. going to happen in San Francisco right. with the queen. Right. And, and basically, the film is about Mia balancing life as a potential princess with her high school endeavors and. When the movie starts, she she is not a popular person, but then mm -hmm. she becomes a princess and she's thrust into um, uh, the world's eye. And and all of the popular kids are like, this is stupid. Yeah. Why does she get this? Yeah. Um, and alongside her is her best friend, Lily. Lily. So first reactions, just, just revisiting this film. Mm -hmm. I was like kind of watching it, scrolling through it today and i was like this is a very weird film because it's about it's like kind of about like what matters inside the most matters but it's still about like outward beauty too it's like the whole disney like mm -hmm. outward beauty mm -hmm. matters more because mm -hmm. it's like she goes through this whole transformation because like her grandmother's like oh my gosh we have so much work to do yep. on you yeah. but i'm like she's 15 yeah she's supposed to be 15 and i'm like and she's like I remember watching this movie thinking that like, she was so cool. Because mm -hmm. she like works at a rock climbing gym. Yep. Her mom's a painter. They live in an, uh, a converted firehouse station. Yep. Yeah. Their house is it's so, so cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely. So cool. And I'm like, Mia's pretty awesome. Like already. Like she doesn't <laughs> need any. Like she could have just ruled how she was. But it's like, yes, she'll always be Mia. It's not like she on the inside changed. Yes. But the person that sticks by her and like is like the realist with her mm -hmm. is Lily. Like yeah. the whole time. Lily's just kind of like, yes, she kind of reacts poorly to Mia getting the makeover. Because mm -hmm. she's kind of like, why did you do that to yourself? And yeah. I think it was out of hurt a little bit being like why do you feel like you have to change yeah. are you trying to become more popular like I yeah. think it's because they're 15 they're 15 yeah. like what else are they supposed to do so but like Lily's like straight up with her being like listen like, I thought you were always cool yeah. like you were always great and yeah. you could always do this no matter yeah. what you looks like yeah and it's it's a great um it's a great way to to dive into like uh the the stereotype of high school of like you have to look, act, behave a mm -hmm. certain way. You have to have a certain amount of things. You have to be able mm -hmm. to know certain things in order to be seen as cool. Um, and and I, I think what, what Mia is experiencing is like she has wanted to potentially be like these people. Mm -hmm. um, but now that she's getting there, she's like, oh. Yeah. It's like all that glitters. It's not, not so great. No, no. And um, I, I'm also thinking about like, Lily is kind of being cast aside because mm -hmm. Mia is starting to experience new things that she never thought were obtainable for her. Like yeah. like uh, like going to the pool party with that guy Josh. Yeah. Um, scumbag Josh. I know. He's the worst. Such a scumbag. Oh, he's the worst. Uh, for context, uh, Josh uh, invites Mia to a birth or to a beach party, um, but only does so so that he can kiss her in front of paparazzi so that he can like become famous, which is just mm -hmm. like so stupid. I know. But uh, in order to do this... Mia has to stand Lily up, and poor Lily is just like... Yeah, for her radio show, yeah. or a cable show, yeah. I think it's a cable show. And they have this conversation, like, after that happens, the pool or beach party happens, and, like, 
Lily is like, listen, I get that you're having going to this princess thing mm-hmm, and everything, mm-hmm. but it's like, I feel like I'm losing my best friend. Yeah. And it's like, that's so valid and yeah. real. And I think they have a really health, like healthy relationship in terms of like, they work through things. Mm-hmm. Like they have arguments, but they work through things. Mm-hmm. And then like, Mia's just like, yo, Lily, I just want you at my, the the little bowl thing that yep. they have at the very end of the movie. So yep. like, I just want you to come. Like, I don't really care about whatever, what everyone else thinks. Yep. And it's just, I don't know. It's just really, it's nice. It's like, it's, it's such a relate, it's like a relatable friendship and like a real friendship. Yeah. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And like, and like their friendship is one of the things that is a through line throughout the film. Like it doesn't matter how prim and proper, proper, excuse me, Mia gets, mm-hmm. uh, her friendship with Lily remains. Yeah. Um, and then, like, like thinking about the second film, The mm-hmm. Princess Diaries 2, The Royal Engagement. Oh, my gosh. Or, sorry, just Royal Engagement. Mia is now living in Genovia, and um, she has graduated from Princeton University at this point. Really? Yeah, yeah, which is very silly, because oh. Princeton royalty. <laughs> maybe she hung out with uh, with Hilary Duff from a Cinderella Yeah, maybe. Story. That's where I'm Who with. knows? Um... But Lily isn't in this movie as much, but she does surprise Mia mm-hmm. with a visit to Genovia. Yeah. And the scene that they have together is looking through potential husbands for Mia. Yeah. And it's a very silly scene. They're like mm-hmm. eating popcorn and mm-hmm. like a very plush couches yeah, yeah, yeah. and seats. Um, um, but like she is helping Mia find mm-hmm. a man. Mm-hmm. And if we are going by the logic that Zan and I are, are making a case for, it's very interesting of like, huh. I don't know if I want to be helping you find a man. I'm right here. I'm right here in front of you. Because the case that we're making is that Mia and Lily, like, they're best friends in high school. Mm-hmm. And then Mia has to go to Genovia mm-hmm. after she, like, just dips in the middle of high school and goes mm-hmm. to Genovia. Mm-hmm. And then Lily has to stay in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So we feel like there would be, they would each, go, I guess, go to their respective colleges yep. And then they kind of like drift apart a little bit, lose lose a little touch. They're not as close as they were before. Yep. But then a few years later, like during this time, Lily visits Genovia and that spark is reignited. Yeah. Um, yes. Quick, quick side note tangent. Um, Heather Matarazzo, who plays Lily, uh, is is queer and wonderful. is married to a woman. Oh, wonderful. We this stand. just makes it even we better. Stand. We stand. Um <laughs> So yeah, I we feel oh she's in Scream 2022. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Good yeah. for you, Heather. We love. It. We love yes. It. Um, but like it's well, well, well. She's she's been in the Scream movie since since Scream three. So oh, cool. So she's surprising a character. Nice. Um, but it's it's very interesting to to think about like like think about those feelings of unrequited love and think about mm-hmm. or, or 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 of like pining after someone and that someone just happens to be your best friend mm-hmm. it's like that trope of like i have been in love with you since i first met you but like you were in a relationship or like mm-hmm. i didn't think we could actually be together so we we just became like best friends or mm-hmm. whatever this is early mid 2000s mm-hmm. disney film they're mm-hmm. not they're not going to explore this they're not they're um, them. but like it's it's a marker of their friendship at the very least of Lily flying out to Genovia to spend time with Mia. Yeah. Um, but if you're flying across the, the world, world to your friend's castle mm-hmm. to hang out, you're either really good friends 
or there's mm-hmm. something else there. Like there is a bond between the two mm-hmm. of them. Like even without like even because Mia doesn't end up with anyone no. at the end of the movie. So it's no. like, okay, like there is a possibility that she ended up with Mia. Mm-hmm. Is there a Princess Diaries 3 coming out? No. Like, oh, darn it. There's, there, people have been wanting there to be one yeah. for years, but there's I don't think nothing it's happening. In the, in the I don't think it's now. happening. No. Okay, that's okay. It's okay. We have what we have. That's fine. Yes. But yeah, like I think that bond of friendship, I don't know, they have a really good kid in Hathaway and Heather. Um, Matarazzo mm-hmm. have really great chemistry. Yes, together. Yes, they should be in a movie together where they play lovers. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that'd Let's be fun. Let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Anne Hathaway, Heather, um, come on. Uh, in in the universe of this film, how do you think Genovia or royalty <gasps> would react to oh. Mia revealing that she's actually in love with a woman? Honestly, I think Genovia would be into it. Like, because yeah. like already Genovia has like. Mia has broken these rules mm-hmm. that Genovia has set mm. for themselves. And mm. like, like she doesn't get married. She, she decides to run, rule the kingdom her own way. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think they'd be really accepting as long as like their queen is happy. And mm-hmm. then I think they would be okay with it. Yeah. They seem like a very open yeah. Place, yeah. You know? Seems like really cool. Um, also, for the record, uh, Mia does end up with someone, uh, Nicholas, played by Chris Pine. They do end up together? They I thought they together. didn't end up together. No, 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 no. She, she, she doesn't end up with um, the other guy. With the other guy. Do they start dating? She starts dating Chris Pine. Yes. Yeah, but they don't get married. Okay, so like, yeah, they probably you, you date Chris Pine. Like, yes. yes. But yes, if if they didn't last, then um, you know. Then Lily's, then there. Lily's there. Lily Lily's is your chilling. rock. Lily has been there and will always be there. Yeah. <sighs> That's so exciting. Yeah. I like this universe that we're creating. <laughs> <laughs> um, any any other thoughts on this pairing? I just love Lily's style in the first movie, too. Because <laughs> she's so it's like so like off off the beaten track. Yeah. Like it's like it's so cool. Cause she's always like, I thought she was always the coolest person oh really yeah i thought she was always really cool mm. yeah i like that she had her own cable show i thought yes. I was like that was really cool yeah um yeah did you know that that the the second film was written by shonda, shonda rhimes yes yes mm-hmm. and both films were produced by whitney, whitney houston. houston what i know I'm, it's wild it's interesting it's kind of incredible oh, wow go off disney go off disney <laughs> It's time for Star-Crossed Lovers. Oh. oh my gosh, through the window, like a piece of like fluff just like went by and it was so peaceful. You're so observant. I know, thank you. Anyway, we're mm-hmm. doing Star-Crossed Lovers, which is a segment where we take two characters from opposite universes, opposites, they're not from the same canon universe yes. basically separate universes separate universes and we make a case for them yes so we have our bowl of everything and it may have other things in it so we're just gonna roll with the punches great and see what happens you want to pick first or, or do you want to uh, uh speak first um you pick first okay so zan you have to put together patrick star Okay. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob okay. And someone from the DComs. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, so Patrick Star, I feel like I'm getting very much 
ace energy okay, from Patrick Star. And then from the DCOMs, I'm getting... Ooh, ooh, Christina... Uh, no, Romano. Christina Romano? Christy Carlson Romano? Kiss, Christy Carlson Romano's character in Cadet Kelly. Um, <laughs> that character, which oh I will God. find out their name. Kelly... Um, also, for the record, Zan and I are potentially going to do an episode on Christy Carlson Romano's character yeah. and Hilary Duff's character from Cadet Kelly. So get ready for that. <laughs> um, Jennifer. Their name is Jennifer. Her Great. name is Jennifer. So Jennifer and Patrick Starr. I feel like Patrick would be like on land. This is like a humanoid, humanoid version of Patrick Starr Great. Um, that I'm going for. Great. And Patrick would kind of like be new to the area. Say they moved to a small town. Okay. And Jennifer is serving their military thing we love in the small town cool and they meet at because patrick's like an artist okay and maybe patrick's doing like classes for okay. these military people being sure. like just to relax get like relaxation Great. and stuff like that Great. so they do like art classes Great. <laughs> so patrick <laughs> hosts an art class okay. and jennifer uh, goes to the art class okay. and then jennifer's kind of like oh my gosh they're cute and patrick's like oh my gosh you're cute and so then they end up they end up going for coffee okay because jennifer makes up an excuse being like hey i'm like really i'm really a good student even though this is like a free elective and like we're not getting graded on this but i want to make sure that i'm doing a good job in uh -huh. this class and patrick's like okay sure whatever uh -huh. and so they, they end up getting coffee in the disguise of jennifer trying to get more pointers on her project or whatever uh -huh. and they end up hitting it off and then they end up dating and it's like super cute uh -huh. but then jennifer has to be deployed <laughs> across seas i guess and then patrick's alone and they write letters to each other oh god this is so sad oh my god <laughs> but everything ends up being okay they like they're like working maybe they're working in like the navy or like they're like coast guard or so sure. let's say they're coast guard sure. or something. um so they're like on boats saving people so let's do that um but everything's okay they serve their time and then they're able to like not have to go anywhere else anymore <laughs> and just be with patrick and then it's nice. And they have a really nice relationship. Great. Great. <laughs> All right. Pick two, please. Okay. Okay, we have Cartoon Network. Okay. The human version of the candlestick from Beauty and the Beast. All right. I'm choosing Double D from Ed and Nettie. They're both okay. humanoids and they're both adults. Okay. Um... Double D and the candlestick. Jacques? Is that Jacques? his name? I, I want to say Let's yes. Let's find out. That would Hold make on. the most generic French-sounding name. Jacques? Um, well, your Wi-Fi is down. Oh, no. So I'm just going to say candlestick. So, oh, wait. I got it. I oh, got, I got it. it. I, I also got it. Oh, jeez. That was, that was a lot. Uh, Lumiere. Lumiere. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, Jacques? It's obviously Jacques. Wow. Okay. Oh, so, so Ed and Lumiere... Um, are both in school. Okay. They're in graduate school. Mm -hmm. Okay. Double D is in graduate school for physics. Ooh, cool. Lumiere Smart. is in graduate school for English. Nice. He's currently working on a novel. Ooh, Lumiere. Um, they meet in the library one day, mm -hmm. and it's it's like a very classic meet-cute. Neither one of them are looking at where they're going. They run into each other, or they, they walk into each other, dropping books, mm -hmm. picking them up, looking at each other, 
and then just like the world stops. <gasps> you know? Oh, I see it. Yeah. I see it. Um they don't exchange information after that. Because Double D gets too nervous and scampers away because he's just so enamored by Lumiere. And Lumiere just, like, watches him go and is just like, okay, bye. A few days later, they both run into each other on campus. Probably in, like, a parky area. Mm -hmm. Like, like, uh, like, Double D is doing homework under a tree. Lumiere comes up to him and is like, can I join you? Mm -hmm. Double D's like, okay. They exchange inform or, or they, they exchange names. They're talking. They're getting to know each other. They talk about what they're both studying. Double D has so many questions about what France is like because he's never been. Mm. Um, they exchange phone numbers. They keep talking. They start out as friends, but because like like Lumiere can tell that Double D is super nervous and Double D is just a, a, a very anxious human. Mm-hmm. Um, so one night they are studying together for I don't know they they have like a respective project for each or like they're working on projects together and then Lumiere is like you want to go out and Mm -hmm. Double D's like what? Lumiere's (laughs) like do you want to go out like dancing? Double D's like (gasps) right now and Lumiere's like yeah why not? We've been studying and working for like four hours and Double D's like okay but I'm nervous they go out Double D has like a beverage and a half and is drunk. Lumiere has like three uh, glasses of wine and is tipsy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not like at a club. They're at like a jazz club. Nice. Um, and so at one point the dance floor opens up and it's just like like a really wonderful swing jazz moment. Um, Lumiere pulls Double D up. Double D is like, no, no, no. They dance, they dance, they dance. A slow song comes on. They start to slow dance. Ooh. They look at each other. Double D... Uh, is like willing himself to kiss Lumiere, but just can't do it. So Lumiere like rolls his eyes with a smile and like kisses Double D. Um, and then they start to date and oh. they both got A's on their projects Yay! and they continue on. And um, uh, at some point, maybe like seven months into the relationship or something, they met fall semester. Okay. It's now summer break. Nice. Lumiere takes Double D to <gasps> Yes! And gets to show him around yes. where Lumiere grew up. Yes, 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 yes. Ah, I love that. So cute. Hey, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Make a Gay. We hope you enjoyed it like we did. Yeah, boy. And if you have questions or just want to say hi and just want to peep your head in and be like, hey, what's up? Please feel free to email us, uh, email us at makeagaypodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to stay up to date on when we post and if we have other exciting things going on, you can follow us on Instagram at makeagaypodcast. Thank you all so much for listening and we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Don't worry. We'll make it gay, make it gay, make it gay.